What's up, we're the Rex, and you're listening to Dash Radio. Yes, that's right. Welcome back to Dash Radio. My name is DJ Hop of the group Feeling Good. Very excited to have the Rex in studio. What's, What's good, guys? Guys, guys? Everyone, everyone, check your mics. Check. Check. One. Check. 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 One. Check. check. Is this working for you? Yeah. Check. Oh, yeah. Check. Yeah. All right, great. You guys sounding good. Oh, we've got Aaron, Billy, Schmiz. Nick and Weston here in studio. Yeah, uh, fellas, we're Check. very excited. You've got this new EP that is uh, that is such a great sound. Panic Vertigo. Uh, we're gonna play a couple singles off of this, a couple tracks off of this project. And before we get into all of that, I just really wanted to catch up with you guys. And first of all, congratulate you on all the success so far. Thank, Thank you, you. Thank you. Yeah. very much. And I love the sound that you guys have. It's very fun, upbeat sort of sound. Um, tell me a little bit more about how this band came to be. How did you guys find each other? Craigslist? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <Pretty much. laughs> the personal ads? Um, well, see, I met our, our bassist Aaron years and years ago, uh, like I would say seven or eight years ago on Facebook because, okay. uh, he was in a band that I thought was cool. It was just on, like another local band, we like, cool. but like a thousand miles away from where I live. But, uh, he like opened for a band that I thought was cool. So I was like, how, why am I not playing those shows? Mm. So anyway, I added him on Facebook. We became friends. He was really supportive of my music when I was like 14. And then, uh, you know, for, fast forward years later and he, uh, him and I want to start a band and we were looking for members. And so I was kind of like when I was 18, 19, I was like kind of writing for other bands or helping develop projects. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. Billy was in one of those. And I met Weston through that too. And then Schmiz was Billy's friend. So basically when <laughs> Aaron and I wanted to start a band, we were like, we just looked into our past and found guys from old bands that we had met throughout the years. And, uh, and then they were all down immediately. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. And, and talk a little bit about, um, how you guys got started with this band and where you guys, you know, how you figured out your sound. Um, well, it, yeah, it was, it, it kind of, uh, happened uh, sooner than we thought it would. We, uh, we were in, we were all staying in Thousand Oaks, uh, sleeping on our manager's couch, like couches all, and stuff. All of you sleeping yeah. on one couch. Yeah. yeah. One couch. I imagine all you sleeping on one couch. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. just got to go back and forth. I had the bottom. <laughs> feet, to, feet to head, feet to head. Right, kind right, of right. right. Feet to head. Yeah. Um, puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, uh, no, so, so we, we were kind of, it was within three days of being in or three or four days of being in a room for the first time together. We get a call from this girl who's like, you know, I had a few demos basically just to preface this. I had a few demos written for the band, you know, kind of started shaping the sound and mm. they, they had heard the demos and that's why they were in to join the band. And sure. Like, we, they just kind of went for it without anything started. Like it was just, we were just kind of making it out of thin air. And anyway, we get, a, after like three or four days of being in a room together for the first time, we get a call from this girl who's like, Hey, I'm house sitting for this guy. He's got a uh, you know a little home studio. If you want to come, uh, you know, drink some wine and record a cover or something. I'm like, all right, dope. So I went over there, and she had it wasn't it was not a home studio. It was like a studio in a different building in the backyard. Oh like wow, full like live drum room and the whole night. And like 14 different snares, like the full <laughs> thing. So I called the guys, and within an hour we were cutting drums for the for the for the, <laughs> our first EP. And uh, I pretty much I asked her, I was like, how long do you have this spot? And she said, uh. She said, well, you know, I'm going to be here these days and he's going to, you know, you can't be here during the day on these days because the ex-wife comes to give the diabetic cat its shots. Like basically the owner was gone. He was in Japan. Right. And you guys are like sneaking around the house. Thousand yeah. percent. So, so uh, we, we were like, basically we had three days. We had three days and each of the time slots were like 5 p.m. to 9 a.m. So we would go in and she'd leave a key under the mat. And uh, our boy Andrew here, he like had just learned how to really operate in a full studio mm. to where like the, with the equipment that we had in there and it was just perfect timing. So, uh, we just 
went in and uh and we did it in those three days and uh and and with you know just kind of doing it you had no right. time to make mistakes right and, you're and, forced uh, you're back against the wall thousand percent yeah. and no money we were we were completely broke i mean uh Schmitz and i were doing medical studies when the band first started <laughs> in order to fund the project we were like getting unapproved medication <laughs> tested oh on my us god and they give you a check. <laughs> it's like lab rats yeah, yeah. exactly so my, money, my, my tail tucks into the back of my skinny jeans though so it's fine <laughs> um <laughs> Hey, it could be worse. <laughs> yeah. So we, uh, yeah. So we did in three days, and then we we uh, we got out of there, and and you know tried to mix it on our laptops and mm. on his home computer, his home <coughs> studio, just in that in our manager's house. And it took us a while, but we wanted to do it ourselves, and we wanted we had a goal to make do it with zero dollars, and we were able to do that. And we that's still the to this day until that new EP comes out. Those are the only three songs we have out, and we've right. been able to tour on those. And and it was just we were very lucky to get that call. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so wait. Is this just somebody that you don't even really know? Like I have she's kind no of a idea. random. So no, I know the girl. She's a friend. Okay. Um, but the guy's house. The guy's, I don't, don't even know. know who that is. I have no idea what his name is. And still to this day. To this day, I don't know. Maybe they seem to th- say that they remember where the house is. If you told me, to, if you put a gun to my head and said, yeah. go find that house, I wouldn't be able to do it. Wow. I've no, I don't. I also have the worst sense of direction. Yeah, <laughs> <you're right. laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't find it. Well, yeah, there's other reasons why you can't find the house. <laughs> Um, that is such a crazy story. I don't think I've heard anything like that before <laughs> in which you guys, I'm just imagining you guys like hiding in the closet while the ex-wife comes home to yeah. feed the diabetic oh, it gets, oh yeah. I mean, I mean, so, so we left the studio on the third day when, cause she, she we, we got a call from the girl who let us in. She goes, yo, you guys have to get out of there. Like the ex-wife is on her way to the house. So we all had to bounce <laughs> and we're like cleaning up dominoes and wine glasses and stuff. And, and, uh, we leave and I swear to God, like a movie, like when we pulled out, went around the corner, she pulled into the driveway and we're like. Hands, you know, hands up. Right, and then right. Andrew's like, "Hey guys, so uh, the holy pee's on that guy's computer because I didn't have time to put it on it." Oh damn! So, like, <laughs> so we're just like, "Great!" And that could have been it. You know, that could yeah. have literally just been. It. But uh, like, what? Like two days later, the day later, I don't know, like two a.m. He goes back, sneaks in the side gate, key under the mat. Wow! Sneaks in, just like transfer. I I like to picture it in my head is like a Mission Impossible, of, exactly. <laughs> Hanging <laughs> upside down, trying to put this thing <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah, just like watching, great. you know, those old like uh, cheesy ninety movies where it's like it says like seventy eight percent, seventy nine percent. Yeah, and right. like the ex wife is slowly like you know going to check in on the thing or something. You know, I don't know. So I like to picture you, that. You way. absolutely should make a music video, by the way, based on based this. on the story. Yeah, that would be like yeah. it, it's a based on this true story that's authentically you guys. Yeah. You know, I mean that that's crazy. Um, I have obviously listened to Favorite Liar, and it's honestly such a great song and then now know the backstory of how this was all created it makes it even better um that's awesome tell me uh, a little bit about then this new ep i imagine this time around yeah. is not the same type of story oh it's close i don't want to keep talking someone yeah. else tell the story well someone else tell the story well no we got a record deal in um about a year ago, like January of mm-hmm. like 26, 2017, no, my bad. Yeah. Yeah. 2017. And um, so it was the first time we had like this like budget and like we could work with like a real producer and everything. Like we were all excited. <laughs> so like we came, we came out here and like worked with this producer and uh, we were, you know, we were kind of like giving him the benefit of the doubt on all like the like, creative ideas and everything. Mm. And then um, so we kind of got carried away into this like whole thing that lasted like two to three weeks. And that just turned into this EP that was not our band like whatsoever hmm. at all, and like we and like at, by the end of the uh, by the end of like recording that, like our managers came in and were like, 
what is this? <laughs> so like, what have you guys and done? And this is after yeah. we blew all our money. So like, <laughs> then, uh, now you're back to square yeah, one. Now we're back to square one. We're like, all right, we were going to try and like salvage it at first, but then like we ended up just redoing it ourselves again mm. and we moved up to his grandma's house yeah. so we could take over there. Well, we basically yeah. like grabbed the same team as we had when we did the first EP. We right. Flew Andrew out. He was on the, uh, he was, uh, tour managing and doing front of house for a band opening on the Chili Peppers tour. Mm. So we were just waiting for him to get done with that tour in order to start the the new record. And we had like just a couple weeks before the next tour started. So we flew him uh, and we we drove, we all went to my, yeah, and we moved into a grandma's house in the middle of nowhere, Western New York, not anywhere near the city, mm. not anywhere near any city. Um, and we, uh, we just like, that's yeah, like they still were an understatement. Yeah, right. <laughs> I hated those. And yeah. it was the middle of the winter. They were all miserable cause there's nothing to do there. But right. it, we drove 45 minutes every day in our van to this barn, really nice barn to our friend, Pat, Pat Barry's studio in this mm. barn. Mm. And we just did it the way we did the first one where we've got, we're at the desk and we get to make all the calls. And, um, that's how I think our band operates. And right. it was just. We, we want to be at the heart of the creation always. And sometimes you don't know these things until you go down that path and mm-hmm. then realize, oh, totally. man, okay, that's what not to do, right? Mm-hmm. You know, in, in it's that It's a learning sense. experience Absolutely. for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially with this young of a project, too. Um, all right. So let's get into some of these tracks here. Tell me a little bit more about Way With Words before we play it here on the show. Yeah, it's a, it's a theory about the Teletubbies and how that the red one was a pedophile no it's not <laughs> i was waiting to see where you were going with it i, I, thought, like, I, could, like, I thought i could like make it work and i couldn't i got lost in it um which didn't one of the teletubbies like say a bad word i don't know but there was a period of time while we were staying in wellsville new york and we would just get super stoned and watch Teletubbies before we go to sleep. <laughs> oh, so the, yeah, this is a part of the idea of the band the studio. Yeah. yeah, so I I mean, it could be considered inspiration. Right. Wow. There it is. I don't is. think we've ever told anyone it worked. that. It's a little yes. embarrassing. Tommy Custer! Tommy Hey, inspiration strikes you in random places. You never know. You never know. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's so there's actually a funny story about this song. We actually... So Schmiz and I went into the uh, writing session with Alex Gasgarth from All Time Low and mm-hmm. his engineer Colin Britton, uh, who's a great producer, by the way. And we were going into that session thinking we were writing for All Time Low's new record. And Alex and Colin were going into that session thinking they were writing for a Rex record. And at the, mm-hmm. that point, we hadn't really done much co-writes or anything like that for our band. So we kind of like, we went in and we were just, it was just a mix up with the management or something. And we're just like, oh, let's just write a song. Right. So we just wrote a song, and then I ended up taking a bulk of the lyrics and making them about a personal situation of mine, and it fit our sound more than it fit theirs. And uh, yeah, we just made a song together, and it was just, it was, yeah, that's, it was just so funny that we didn't know what we, we just decided to make a song without much, you know. Right, right. Communication, important wires yeah. getting crossed. Hey, but right. maybe the song wouldn't have been made. You know? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Everything happens for a reason. Uh, we're gonna get into it right here, right now. The Rex hanging out with me in studio. This one is called "Way with Words." Don't go anywhere. We got more with them in just a moment. Let's go.
The Rex hanging out with us here in studio on Dash Radio. That last one, way with words. Yeah, sure. Let's go get us. Speaking of which, uh, this is actually airing the same day that you guys are putting out the EP. So Panic Vertigo out today, everywhere today. Right yes, now. yes. Um, <laughs> but not actually today. Right. But not if you're on Instagram. I mean, Instagram Live or Facebook Live or whatnot. That is not today. Yeah. We don't want to confuse people. It's all true. Yes, yes. Uh, the magic of radio, if you will. Uh, I've got Aaron, Billy, Schmiz, uh, Nick, M. Weston hanging out with me here in studio we just got yes. done talking about how you guys created uh not only this new ep but also the ep before that and about being in control of the sound yeah and you know you guys really learning that lesson um mm-hmm. along the way what are some of the other lessons or learnings or whatnot that have popped up with this band i'd say wait can we do another mic check 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 one one one. That's another learning to always check your mic. Check your got a bank loan. Is that what it is? What is the anchorman thing? I don't know. Whatever. I'm done. I would say probably some tour lessons, right? What have you guys learned on tour? Tour lessons. Try your best to keep the van clean. Okay. Yeah. Which is terrible. He is so bad at. Drink way too much water. Drink way too much water. Yeah. Do that. Like, that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. I feel like on tour, because otherwise you just get way too dehydrated. Right. Right. Okay. That's a good yeah. tip. Yeah. Any other learnings from this past uh, year and change? Um, You can pretty much have a, a dildo in any room or situation. Oh, uh, that's an interesting learning. Yeah. Yeah. All right. yeah. We've learned that, like, as long as you've got a dildo around... Like enough people just start forgetting it becomes it's a dildo. norm. Yeah. Oh, so you just really walk into Panda Express, just waving it around, just like thinking, "What do I want to order?" You're just like kind of, <laughs> like, mm. you're like stirring your chow mein with it. You know? Oh man, no man, that that would be something it's else. A, it's a real do you have thing. one on you now? Uh, Fail. Look at that. Look at that. That was a learning. We keep them safe in the van. They confiscated it. Our van's not here. They stay in the van. They took it at the Canadian border. Got it. Yes. Got it. Got it. Well, it's it. It seems as though you guys have a lot of fun together. You guys are going back out on the road as well pretty soon here. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me where you're excited to go. Like, do you have a favorite place on that <sighs> list? I mean, I love a lot of places. But yeah, Seattle, always, so Portland, go back to Seattle, Portland. Denver. Those are always my favorite. Portland, mm. <clears throat> Seattle. 
Then sometimes Texas just comes and blows your face off. Yeah. yeah. And the, and the Midwest. Is the it's Midwest. all great. It's all, yeah, it's great. all great. I'm it's stuck all, for the Is there America anywhere part. that you haven't been yet that you just are so excited to <laughs> go Iowa City. To? Europe. Oh, no. Europe. New Orleans. Wisconsin. All right. What? Wait, yeah, is that go- where you were born? We're going to New no, Orleans for the close, first time on this tour. Yeah, New Orleans would be cool. Oh, yeah, yeah that's going to be cool. For that. New Orleans? I'm eat so much New Orleans, New Orleans, Orleans, whatever. New Orleans. New Orleans. <laughs> potato, <laughs> potato. <laughs> potato, potato. And has anybody here potato, been potato. to New Orleans before? I no. No. Okay. No, dude. First time. Be for all of us, yeah. 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 And you guys have a like an extra day there as well? I, mean, I hope so. Is, yeah. it, is it Bourbon Street? Off, is that what it's called? Yeah, Bourbon That's Street. That's where everyone gets rowdy? Mm-hmm. Yo, it's Mardi Gras right now. We'll all be 21 by that time, I think. No. Yeah. Oh. He said no. no. <laughs> he just denied you. He just denied you. <laughs> I guess not. I hope you're traveling with an ID there, man. Um, <laughs> although I don't know how. They may not be as strict down there, you know? Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, guys, we want to play another song off of the Panic Vertigo EP as well uh, before we get out of here. You've got, it's got a song called James Dean. Yeah. Yep. Tell me a little bit about this song. Uh, this one this one was the first one that we, it's just about the recording process. This is the first one that we kind of used as an example for our, when we had to redo the EP. Mm. As an example for our label and our manager to be like, let us do this thing. You know, mm. like, like we can we have the ability to do this again because sometimes you just capture lightning in a bottle, you know, sure. like our first EP maybe just worked because of, you know, the circumstances or whatever it may be, right song with the right sound kind of thing. And then, but we knew that, you know, we've progressed as producers, we've progressed as creatives. And mm-hmm. so when we went to do uh, the new record, yeah, James Dean was the first one we did. We put a ton of time into it and and really shaped the song into what it is now. And I'm really proud with how it turned out and I'm proud that we t- spent the time and Again, it's just stuff that you've got basically got a studio and, you know, I, I still don't to this day feel like a producer, but like you've got all these toys and these mm-hmm. weird things that you, mm-hmm. I, oh, I found some sticks. I'm going to hit this, like this, this box that an interface came in, like, you know, like a right. button, you just start hitting it like, oh, that sounds nice. And then we go over to the Wurlitzer <laughs> and there's like, there's all the buttons so you can change the different sounds and they have a really nice click. So some of the claps in the verse is just like, like just hitting all uh, the all the different buttons at once. Okay, and we're just taking a mic and going around the room and just recording sounds because we don't know what the hell we're doing. Right. <laughs> so, but 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 it works. <laughs> right. But and then works. you get a song at the end of it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just I'm really proud of everyone involved. I'm proud of Andrew. I'm proud of um, our old tech Brennan who did a lot of the drum editing. I'm proud of everyone who just like brought all of their talents together and we just made something that we're all proud of. So. And is there. Uh, any sort of formula in terms of where you start or how you get started on that process for you guys? I would say you just start. Mm. No matter if it's a drum beat or if it's you know a melody, melody. or if it's on an acoustic right. guitar, like you just start. Because mm-hmm. um, every song is different. There's no right answer. You just have to do. Because if you sit there like, how do I do? How do I do? Right. How do I do? Right. How do I do it? Thinking it. Just if you don't know what you're doing, just go on YouTube. Type in how to make a beat, you know, like what? Right. It's as simple as it gets. Like, and then sample you, the keys of you typing that, <laughs> yeah, and then apparently. that's where you start. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we want to play James Dean. We'll come back and say goodbye. Uh, very excited. Panic Vertigo out everywhere to date now, including this song off the EP called James Dean. The Rex hanging out with us here in studio, right here on Dash Radio. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> For a minute, you get up in the morning and get what you want. You look good in the mirror, your shirt is full of money, you're getting it on. 
Imagine being shallow, thinner than a shadow, thicker than wood. Imagine for a minute Ski. the way that I'd be living if only I could. This sounds a lot like Beverly Hills. But you don't really wanna to buy your mama if you wanna stay cool. She was looking crazed. She's insane. James Dean, a uh, a remix. Yeah, I would, say there's, I would yeah. say there's way too many. There's way too many ad in that song. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I don't know what that guy was talking about the Weezer stuff. I, I know it doesn't sound anything like no, that. No, nothing. I love it. We've got the Rex here in studio. I really do appreciate how much fun you guys are having together, <laughs> and it's it's cool to see that you know because a lot of times we'll get artists in here and. Not mentioning any names, but sometimes people can lose sight of Drag having em. fun with the music, you know, and yeah. having fun with the fact that you guys are a band. And, you know, this is a hell of a job to be able to go around yeah. town and around the country touring and, uh, yeah. and playing music for people. You're making a good point. I think we should, guys, we should probably like mellow out and get a little bit more British. Yeah. Just kind of like, <laughs> right, nice. yeah. let's be British now. A little cooler. You know, yeah, a little bit cooler. Drink a few more brews. You what? what? Drink a few more No, just like chill out more, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's a new record. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we recorded ourselves. Uh, it's James Dean. 
Uh, what else okay. you want to know? <laughs> you know this, you, please never ever do that. Good. Never do that. You, I mean, don't ever lose sight of this because I think this moment in time of like what you guys have done, and I mean, it also is inspirational. I feel like for every everybody else who is out there, who you know, is just like, man, we're a broke band. How do we get to a point in which? were successful and I think you guys have been able to do that and kind of pave this awesome path for others that are out there so hopefully there's people that are listening in that are like yeah we're broke too and we can yeah. find a way to make this work I, I think it's like I think it's about just doing again mm. like I was saying earlier like you you there's no no one knows what they're doing right right everyone just did it one day like every person who every best producer in the world one day just didn't know what the hell they're doing mm -hmm. but they just did it and did it and did it and did it and the like I just I suggest you know, over schooling, over, you know, taking less, like just, right. just do, you right. know, just create and make really bad music, produce terrible songs. Like do, just, just really like do it for a while. Cause it's going to be bad for a while. Yeah. They're not going to be great and you're not going to like it at first, but uh, yeah, just if you, if you're broke, there's so, there's it's so easy now to produce music. Mm -hmm. Like people can just open up logic and make a beat now that sounds like a professional hip hop song within right. like two hours of never touching the program before. Mm -hmm. It's amazing what you can do now with technology. And it's just, I, I mean, we finished the mixes on our laptops. Like, you right. know, like it's not right. everyone, like all these DJs with huge pop hits now are like making songs on the laptops. Like yep. just get the software, find the plugins, start making stuff. Yeah. And I feel like the other part of this uh, formula here is also finding people that that you, you know, jive with, like, yeah. creatively, mm -hmm. you know, and that you guys are, I think that that's a big part of it, is I think if you were, if you were all solo, I don't know if it would be as easy to create Absolutely. music like this, you know, no, so, totally, you're right. um, very happy to, to see the success of the Rex and excited to see what comes next for you guys as well. I want to remind everybody they can listen back to this interview on my site, hopperworld.com. We're also podcasting it as well after it airs here on Dash. I've got links back to all your guys' socials and videos and things like that and Spotify and whatnot. I want to thank you guys for being here. Yeah. Uh, let's give it up for us. Yeah. All right. Hey, check, check. You guys, your mic working? Aaron, check. <laughs> one, check, one, check. One check. more sound check just check. in case. Test oh, that's a good one. Oh, check. nice. There you go. Check. How do you do that? That's actually really impressive. Check. That's actually a pipe <laughs> I think that's you have a leaking leak. in the building. Can somebody check that? Pipe out real quick. <laughs> I love that. We just like hammer it back into place. Hey, who knows? That might be a, a part of a new song. Oh, right on the drop. Just yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You never know. Uh, you guys are out uh, on tour, coming to a city near you. Everybody, uh, the Rex are out there. Thank you guys for being here again, and thanks everybody out there for tuning in. Remember, music is life, and life is good. See you guys tomorrow. I like that.